Hi, this is Spencer Doris, former forward for the Dundee Stars, and you're listening to A View from Section C. A View from Section C is sponsored by Don Michel Italian Restaurant, Perth Road, Dundee. Hello and good evening and welcome along to the Don McKelly sponsored Abuse from Section C. It's episode 79. See, yeah, we're getting closer and closer to the oh, ton. We're getting there. We're getting there, Junior. <laughs> have you, have you, you built up your confidence yet for the live show? <laughs> good. In. Good. In. <laughs> you ain't much sure it's when I'm on an early shift then and know when I'm on a fucking back shift. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> you were very fun. polite there. Oh, good evening. Normally, you just go hello good and welcome, but it was oh, good evening. Yeah, was your pronunciation correct? Because remember, Riley's in town, right? Don Michele, that's better. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, speaking, speaking of Mr. Riley being in town, I got a message for him last night. As he was boarding yeah. his flight. <laughs> so, for those of you um, who don't know what my pet hate is this year at the hockey, folks sitting in the rank sits. Riley messaged us last night. I'm currently boarding and I'm having a stickers moment. You've got <laughs> a fucking allocated seat, people. That's no your fucking seat. <laughs> So, a view from Section C and stickers has now went European. Oh, quality. <laughs> Absolute quality. It's not that day. I bet it's, bet it's somebody that listens to the podcast. That would have been even funnier. <laughs> I'm going to sit in his seat. Again, it was him. He'd get pissed off about it. Oh, um, but I, it was funny because when, when Jono was up at the game, um, I even... Uh, I even took a picture of Jono sitting in a, a sticker seat and sent it to Riley. He's like, you took a couple of paps. <laughs> He's got a point there. <sighs> but, yeah. How are you, senior? It's cold tonight, is it? I'm, I'm sitting here rocking back and forward as if I'm mm. an old man. Well, well, I'm an old man, so, yeah. Am I right? Uh, uh, it's fucking chilly, though, I'll tell you. Yes, Weather warning yes. for tomorrow. Snow and ice. Well, uh, to be fair, it doesn't really hit us though. Um, it goes kind of around us, thankfully. Uh, but uh, looking at looking at Mister uh, Mister Wendy Wilson, Mister who gets it right all the time, um, has said that if there's anything, it will just be flurries. It will not be anything bad, um, and certainly it's mainly the north and the northern isles that are going to get hit with the snow. Right. So, so I think it's just we are going to be ice and cold here. Uh, just in case Steve Kane's listening, I actually think Wendy Wilson says it's going to be really bad in Long Forgan. So <laughs> you might hear one of, you might yeah, just actually the drive, and uh, you might hear work for him. That was that was the weather <laughs> forecast I heard. <laughs> oh, honestly, God. Well, yeah, it is the start of another week. Um, we are a day later in recording the show um, due to 
me in work you. commitments this week. Um, I was through at our head office in Glasgow yesterday for training and didn't get out till um, about half four, quarter to five. There's an amount of bloody roadworks on at the same time. Glasgow, Stirling. Uh, oh, honestly, there was roads closed in Dundee coming back as well. I didn't get home to just before seven o'clock. About two wow. and a half, nearly two and a half hours for Glasgow are ridiculous. See, so I'm, yeah, I'm so glad, yeah, so you're calling yourself out this week then, yeah? Well, I'm not calling myself out. As no. you as you've said, you said it to Mama Betty the other week. Work does take priority, so yeah, deal with it. Um, okay. so yeah, um, it's a stuff. Middle of another week, no, start another week. It's the middle of another week. Um, good news to start the show this week that the OSC bus to Manchester is now sold out. So, uh, obviously, we've gave that a shout out the last couple of weeks, but great effort to get another official supporters club bus going down to an away game. Mama Betty, well. It's just it's, it's just ain't to deal with Matt. Come on, hats off to everyone that has to deal with Mama Betty for five hours oh, well, yeah. on a bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just wondering though if I think she'll be disappointed because the big heart will not be going well. The big heart's going to have to stay in the house. Yeah, and it's not happening this time. Uh, it's not happening this time. So, so maybe because I think she was really plugging the bus for the wedding. I think at the end of the day we going to watch the game in Manchester. I think the the bus was for going to Gretna. That's what it was, and she wanted yeah. a lot of people there to see the big heart. But in saying that, there's a few more trips to go, so the big heart might come out at some point this season. Well, hopefully, hopefully we get that big heart out. Um, she's going to be raging again. Oh, she's raging. But yeah, um, we only had one game uh, at the weekend, senior. Just didn't, felt, didn't, feel, didn't feel right. Um, so no. it is the 51 Cobb sponsored game review. Um, it was the Guilford Flames. Obviously, the news broke last week when we were on the show um, that Sean Allen had left the club. Um, there was then... I'm not going to moan about it, but, but. I'm kind of going to have a little bit of a call out about it. And I feel bad because some of the people... I didn't mind them. They're actually quite nice people. But see the amount of people that speculate about... So they go to the Stars training and then someone's no training and they put it all over the supporters group or on the, the Stars official Facebook page where other teams could then see that potentially that player's no playing at the weekend and give them out the secrets, for example. Mm-hmm. They Kevin Carr on the ice tonight. Oh, there was no... Kyle Pouncey Kyle out there. Pouncey. Oh, yeah. oh, there was no this boy. Oh, there was no that boy. All right, okay. That's fine. If you're out training and you see it, that's it. Keep it quiet. Don't let anybody else get an upper hand on with. Just in case. You never can was in a group. You never can was yeah. looking at your Facebook pages. Just... Didn't see anything. Yep. Ross for friends. Mm. Just didn't see anything. Yeah. I know I know it's just giving information out to people that oh this such and such was not nice the day at training, but could give it secrets, know. you know. Mark wouldn't want that. And and it, and the last thing they want to do is then potentially stop people from going to training. Stop people from going to training and have close yeah. training sessions. Can because yeah. it's great that the club have always done that, allowed you to go up and watch training. You know, we yeah. used to used to do it on at the night shifts and stuff. I used yeah. to do it 
if I was off work or off unit, go up Friday lunchtime. That's where I met former NHL head coach Paul McLean and had a conversation with him one year. But yeah, there is anything. Keep it to yourselves. All right. Yeah. It's come on. And it's <laughs> the, and what are the chances that people or for other clubs are going to see it? Probably slim, but there is that slim chance that somebody will see it. Yeah. And all they've got to then do is begin to do a bit of digging into it. And yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. Sell, I would probably say more so when it's somebody like a Kevin Carr. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when, you, when you've got an import and a brick goalie, then yeah. it, it, it does. It's better coming through the club channels themselves yeah. or you just find out on the night. Yeah. So obviously there was no Kevin Carr. There was no Kyle Pouncey. And there was no Anthony Rinaldi. Is that Abdi Senior? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we went from having too many imports to no hearing enough. <laughs> to no hearing enough. Exactly. We went from carrying one import to losing an import and then three injured imports or illness imports. So we went from yeah. one extra to doing bare four. Yeah. Uh, and the matter of a couple of days of anything. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah so big tuna had to play the game, um, and it, and this was no fault of his, but it couldn't have got off to any worse a start for the big man with his first start. Uh, Brett Ferguson, after eleven seconds, made it one 0 Guildford. Jake Elmer tied the game at seventeen fifty six, assisted by Tommy uh, by Carter Johnson and Big Sexy. Elijah Villio. Lewis Hook, 43 seconds into the second period, made it 2-1. Ryan Hughes made it 3 at 21-10. 32-50, Tommy Paratino got on the scoreboard, assisted by James Phelan and Villio again. Guilford made it 4 through Ryan Tate at 52-08. Jake Elmer got his second of the night at 56-44, assisted by Bedun and Johnson. Pulled the goalie and up steps that shot again for Mr. Valentini with a little tip in front from Brendan Harms um, tying the game. Peter Schronella, ah, well, the boy I mentioned to look at for last week scores the OT winner, 61-54. A point over the weekend, obviously, we'd all said it that you know you put everything else on, put everything onto the ice. Um, it's one game weekend to get the, try and get the two points, but going three, you know, I say I say three imports down, four imports, four imports out because obviously Alan left, but three imports on your roster, game day roster short, yeah. you would have took that point. Definitely, that was. Uh... It was a tough ask. Um, and as I said, I think no disrespect to Big Tuna, but I think Kevin would have been the bigger the biggest miss. Um but the lad he come in and in my opinion he played very well. I think he gave them, as Mark says, he gave them an opportunity to win the game. Um he had some timely saves. As you say, it couldn't have went couldn't have started any worse for eleven seconds no. and he'd made a save. 
and it was just the rebound got fired in. Um, but he, he, he stuck with it. Uh, it was, you know what, it wasn't the, uh, it's no been the best Guilford. It's no been the best Guilford game that I've seen be yeah. against Dundee, to be honest with you. Um, it was a bit, of a, a bit of a sticky game. But, you know what, when when, when you put it in, in the full context, missing Kevin, missing Kyle and missing yeah. Anthony Rinaldi, you took that point, especially the way Guilford have been playing. Uh, I just, I think we we'll, we'll lost, we'll lost two daft goals, right? And everybody's seen it and everybody knows what the goals were. They were right at the end of the power play, twice. And that should never have happened. Um, yeah, even, the, and, and Mark touched on it as well and for me that was the colours yeah the first one obviously we take a, a slight bump from behind kind of dilly dallying I would say with a puck on the blue line get a wee bump guy yeah. breaks in goes down you know he was he was never missing it on that one on one with the goalie and then the second one is a is a very poor poor pass um, yeah. to then lead on that oh you know the rush again Um yeah. But yeah, point before the game, I certainly would have took it, especially uh, no car, no pouncy. Um, you know, as as good as Ronaldo is, you probably could have lived with being a forward shot. Um, yeah, but yeah. when I would say probably your, you know what, I would even say he's on par with with Dryden. Um, you know, your your best, your top best demon, like your second best demon, and pouncy out in your goalie. It's, it's a difficult game. Yeah. And go listen, go go for the name mugs, eh? Let, oh, let's not beat about the bush here. The, 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 the shit. We see that when we were when we were previewing the game last week, that the start of the season shit, and then they suddenly have, they've had a run of form and they've just climbed that league. And on any given day they could beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so could we. Um I just I just felt there was just something missing from us and I and I just couldn't have put my my finger on it, to be honest with you. Um, I think Ronaldo, missing Ronaldo probably upset the forward lines more than anything mm-hmm. else because it then means Jake Elmer goes up and, and I know Jake scored twice and it's good to see Jake getting on that score sheet. But I think Ronaldo plays better with Carter Johnson and Brent Bowden than what Elmer does. And I think Elmer's game is more suited to playing alongside James Phelan. That that's that's just my opinion. Uh, it does. That I said it before, that line the last time against Guilford of Phelan, Elmer, McBean were fucking yeah. buzzing. Absolute yeah. buzzing round them. Um, yeah. but what I will say though is the the guy that, that normally gets left out, and obviously we were sure he was never ever getting left out, is Paratino. Paratino loves a goal against Guilford now. <laughs> and and he took, the, guy, the guy gets a bit of stick for fans. Eh? There's still people that don't like him. Um, I like Paratino. I think maybe what the expectation was, Paratino was going to come in and, and he was going to be the top point scorer we, in a lot of people's minds. Mm. But he's playing a different game. He started that go- the goal he scored. He actually started it. He put the four check, check side yeah. of the boards. He then gets it. It goes round. It then breaks, and he took his goal really, really well. Uh, yeah. But I just think 
missing Ronaldo just upset the forward lines. Um, yeah. And, Kim, you get to overtime, it's, Abdi says it, it's an absolute lottery, is it? It's three on three and anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one, thi- one thing I, I really was confused about uh, at the game was the reversal of the too many men call. So, yeah. Uh, Guilford clearly had six on the ice. Yeah. The guy is skating towards the door. The guys on jumped the bench, played the puck. Ferguson's standing next to him. Calls the six. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's no penalty. Yeah. Has a word with Pavel, or Pavel has a word with him. They then speak to the coaches. Well, I'll rephrase that. They then speak to the Guilford bench, who then say, yeah. no, no, we never had six on. He was... All right, okay then. You're like... Wait, how... straight, straight You've made away. your call. You've made the call. You need to sit there. Right? That would be like, for example, Ferguson calling a penalty for hooking and Pavel going, well, I didn't think it was a hook. All right, okay then. Right, it's no penalty then. You've called it. You need to stick back. Unless it's really, really blatant, right? Yeah. But if it's a mistake, it's a mistake. You've got to live by your call. You can't be yeah. going back now and saying, "Oh, I made a mistake." Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll step as, back and I'll, and I'll not call that penalty now. As soon as it was called, Dickers was over the bench, leaning over the bench, yep. screaming at the call. And, and I think what he was trying to say was that the guy is so far away at the door, you know, he's at the door to come in. Then he's touched the puck as he's coming in the door. I think he's trying to claim it's legal. I actually thought he was a bit further away from the door. And the guy was on the ice, fucking puck on his stick. That's but it's it's one it's these ones that I really do feel that the referees should be mic'd up for that. And yeah. like what they do in the NHL, they tell the timekeepers the the call's been overruled because you know there it was confirmed there was only five on the ice, for yeah. example. Yeah, they didn't even need to be mic'd up for it. Go to the announcer, go to the table, and tell them the call on the ice was six men. However, upon review, it's been noted that there was not six men, or there was six men on the ice, but the puck wasn't played, blah, 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 and then that's it. Don't call the penalty and then give no explanation, and then it's no penalty. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest, they'd have probably probably scored at the end of the power play anyway. (laughs) It just, honestly, it just bewildered me. There was, again, the offsides and icings from those, those two again, Connor and Gibson. Now, listen, I've saw things on social media today about um, Kitchy for the Giants um, having a go at the young laddie for kicking the boy off, skated him over, brought the other boy back on, wasted more time. I think they said it was 97 seconds. Oh, or 79 seconds. Good Something idea. like that. 79 seconds or 97 seconds between the icing call and the puck being dropped again in a close game where they've pulled the yeah. goalie. Um, now it's different Kitchy's part of the official webcast I don't imagine Swanee 
or Dave Sweeten would be saying something. They might have a wee yeah. joke about, oh, no, a bit confusing there. Oh, no, I wonder why he's reversed that call. You know, that's yeah. fine. No call but that we part, did. But that's part of the commentary, isn't it? it it's yeah. it's how you, it's, it's sort of how you say it and, and the manner yeah. and how you say it and, and in what you say. Uh, yeah. But, but and it's and but it's, the comment me, but it was just, the comment about it was the whole we get him all the time probably because he's local. Well, you know what? Fucking send him over yeah. here, and we'll get yeah. you Connors and Gibson for a few weeks. Yeah, and then see your offside and your icing calls and yeah. your face-off violations. They kind of drop the puck. No, no. So we have have noticed right that. We always, I would say, feelings the worst, followed by Carter Johnson. Right? Yeah. That during face-offs, listen, you didn't even care what I'm going to say. Right? I'm saying it's the worst. Right? That they either, they call us for, the feeling will get kicked out or we'll get a warning. Every time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't yeah. matter what lines. Now, it would be... It, it didn't go to the way games now. It'd be interesting to see what it's like at an away game to see how many times the hand goes up against Phelan or Carter Johnson at face-offs or if it mm-hmm. only happens on home ice or in Scotland, shall we say. Yeah. They always have trouble. Always. Yeah. The two of them always have trouble at face-offs. The alignment. They're up in the park. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so... But you're right. That... Uh, game what? Uh, <laughs> Would it, have, would it have changed the game going on that power play? We would never know. That that's the thing. No, it's um, not the point. It's it's just I was so confused yeah, by it as to why it's yeah. not why it wasn't a call anymore. Yeah. And there's no um, explanation as to it. I've got a couple of things written down for my good, my bad, and the ugly fairy Gilford game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep them for that. Okay, that's fine. So but we'll have a quick look at the league table then. So Nottingham got their win um, at the weekend against the Blades by six goals to two. Great to see them finally get that win. Um, see, their coaches have been saying it for weeks now. They, they try, they try, they try, they leave it all out in the ice. Eventually, they've just managed to get that one now. Um, so, listen, I don't mean in a bad way. Hopefully, you don't kick on. <laughs> we didn't want you catching up with all us. <laughs> we want to make the playoffs. Um but yeah, no, it's good to see them get that win, and hopefully they do kick on and have a you know a good end to the season um, for everything that's happened. Flyers still in ninth place, twenty nine points to thirty six. Glasgow Clan still in eighth, thirty two thirty four. Manchester thirty four to thirty four. Stars still in sixth place with thirty six points through thirty four games. We're only two points behind Coventry, who are in fifth. They have a game in hand. Belfast back down to fourth after losing both games to the doubles at the weekend. So 40 points to 34 games. So, senior, only four points off of fourth place in Belfast. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually looking at the goals. Four, and we're at 109. The only two teams that have scored more goals than us are Sheffield and Cardiff. It is concerning, though, that we've conceded 120, though. Yeah, well, they remember the 120. It's high-scoring games, yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of big, big losses at the start of the season as well that that hindered with. Um, but yeah, so Belfast fourth, Guildford in third on forty-one points to thirty-three, the Devils second forty-five to thirty-two, and again still running away with it, top of the league 
Sheffield Squealers, 59 points through 33 games. Yeah. League's done. The league's fast. <laughs> At the top, number one. Well, I'll say number one certainly finished. Number yeah. two, possibly finished. Nah, that's, that'll go in the way still. Yeah. I think Belfast still got a wee run there yet to try and finish second. Cardiff, Guildford, Mike, you know, have their wee run. Yeah. Um, yeah. I must admit, the way, the way the standings are us now, right, We've we would get Guildford. So I'd rather that Belfast... I'd fancy our chances more against Belfast over two games than what we're against uh, against Guildford. Yeah. So you did mention it, so we'll come on to it then. Uh, seniors, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So the good this week can only be one thing for me is the performance of Big Tuna. I thought. He came in, he was probably aware early doors that he was coming in, probably maybe even Thursday, he, he probably knew. So he'd had time to get himself psyched up for it uh, and come in, and he, he's probably had Kevin helping him. Uh, I thought it was a really nice gesture by the players to allow him to come out on the ice for, and I know he started games before, but they were challenged. But this is really his first professional league start, and uh I thought it was a really nice gesture to let him come out and do the warm-up himself. I uh, I think that was his first ever start for us. I don't think sure? he started a game yet. Yeah, I think he, I think Carr started all Challenge Cup games as well. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, maybe maybe think I thought he maybe started pre-season then, but maybe. But yeah, meaningful meaningful game. Uh, I thought it was a really nice gesture. Uh, he got off to a horrible start through no fault of his own. Uh, but rebounded back from that. And I thought he played really well. He looked really confident, especially down low. He looked really confident. Uh, so that was my good. My bad has got two sides to it, right? One is, and I'm going back to last week, was the announcement that Sean Allen was leaving, right? And it coincided with, and somebody put on, I think it was the boy EIHL, sit rep. Fairly positive, but Summit put it up was the hits that got put in on Spencer Nass during the Guildford game. There was the one from O'Connor, there was the one doing it the opposite side of the cafe in the corner that we really kind of see because where we sit, and you see it, the guy goes through the back of him. And the guy that put on Twitter, he was basically saying what a player Spencer Nass is. Um, and he, he reckons that he should probably get at least three times the calls, penalty calls, for him because of the amount of shit that the guy takes. My response was, he just gets on with the game, right? But I'll tell you, if Sean Allen's there, they hits didn't happen. Mm. They do not happen because yeah. O'Connor doesn't go into him like that uh, near the bench or he's getting his head kicked in the next time he hits mm -hmm. that ice. <clears throat> yeah. Disappointingly, it didn't happen. And that's the bad side of it. I thought somebody, yeah. arguably Spencer Nass is our best player, arguably, right? Because there'll be others that think Valentini is, there'll be others that think Harams is, Dow, Pouncey. There's a debate on who the best player is. Me personally, I think Nass overall is the complete package we've got this year. And we should be, one, signing them up for next season, but two, wrapping them in cotton wool during games. 
And mm. that means somebody has to stick up for him. So that was sort of the bad side of it is the hits that went in on him. The ugly, and this is just main opinion, right? The overtime lines. They were ugly. <laughs> I said it to you as soon as as soon as they scored that winner. We were speaking about it. Other people have spoke about it. I think I totally agree with the first line of Dow, Nas, and Valentini. The second line, I think Johnson's got to be there because there's face-offs and Harms has to be there. You then, I would think, just me, I would play Villiam, but no, we'll go with another if, forward, which is really if, strange. If, if no pouncey. Yes, but <clears> to <throat> me, Villiam's similar type of player to pouncey. And then we go to the third line, and it's Josh... Oh, I can't remember who the forward was. But Dryden's on the ice again. But there's so there's a forward, there's Josh, there's a forward, and there's uh there's Dryden on the ice again. So Dryden's been on for the first line, he's went back on the third line. You've got somebody like Avilio who's not touching the ice. And it just it, it for me, the second and third lines just looked imbalanced in overtime and and it just looked ugly. And I think the goal that they scored. We just got caught out. But I'm no I'm no too keen on playing three forwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm certainly not uh, too keen on Vilio sitting on his ass during overtime. Yeah, uh, as I say, the only way you'd play that forward if it's a forward that can play D, you know. So like, yeah. like for example, you know, Dryden plays plays a forward as good as he can play defence. Yeah. If you had a yeah. forward that can play as good as defence, then you can then you can allow it. But but see, yeah. during the game, right? Emma, Emma, I like Vilio. I'm not 100% keen on really? him. Yeah, yeah, big sexy. Um, defensively, I think I expected better, right? But going forward, he's like Dragon, he's like Bouncy. During the game, mm. he nearly went coast to coast. Yeah. And when it comes to overtime, that was on that was five on five, he nearly went coast to coast. You can go coast to coast three on three, nay bother. And he's yeah. this. He's one of the best skaters we've got. So, yeah, the, the lines were just a bit ugly for me. So, the yeah. good is big tuna. The bad was the hits on Nas, and I think somebody should have stuck up for him. And my ugly is, or were, the overtime lines. So, yeah, that's it. Um, so, obviously, I missed out again. I think we missed it out last week as well, probably, you know, on us, because we're the ever unprofessionals. <laughs> Um, the man of the match. Um, obviously, the sponsors gave it to Big Tuna himself. Uh, Jake Elmer, couple of goals. Paratino with the, that four check in the goal. Senior, who is your man of the match? Uh, um, since I mentioned that in the good, the bad, not ugly, I, I, I would get to Big Tuna. I would agree with the sponsors. Give it to Big. Tuna, and uh, he's no on my list yet, so he's getting added to the list now. Now, uh, senior, I mentioned it during the game. Can only be one man for me. It was that man himself, James. He did play Phelan. well. He I did thought Feeling well. was out. Yeah. I think he kind of fell away the third period. I think once we started being a bit more of an, I don't want to say an attacking threat, but when we had to start chasing the game to score. 
I think he yeah. kind of dwindled away. But uh, the first and second period, defensively, again, the four-checking, yeah. the back-checking, um, I just thought he was outstanding. Yeah. Um, he, he does put a lot of work in. Yeah, I said at the second, end of the second, I said, he's my man of the match. I don't care what happens the rest of the game. He's my yeah. the match for me this week. I just... I, not the I'm only biased. thing... Uh, no, I know you're not biased. The <laughs> only thing that lets him down is his points production, eh? Because he does everything else. He does everything else quite well. You know, he, he, he's in the right positions as a forward. He forechecks really well. And he's defensively... Very, very sound, and he kills penalties. You just need him yeah. to get goals there eh? or points, yeah, being amongst the yeah. points. Eh? And to be honest with you, uh, I think he'd get more playing on a higher line. He's, on a, he's, yes. on, a, he's on a checking yeah. line. Um, I think yeah. he gets more on a higher line. Um, possibly with like if you play him alongside Valentini and, and Nas, for example, does he yeah. then start coming out of points? Yeah. Um, because but, he's, he's deceptively fast, yeah, he's yeah. 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 Um, so moving on to the Liam Mean Tattoo sponsored game preview. So obviously we do have the Guildford Flames again this weekend on the Saturday and at home to the Belfast Giants on Sunday. Now, obviously, this weekend is GB hockey weekend. So Guildford will be without. O'Connor and Davies. Davies. Davies was a point at the weekend, was he? No, Davies never played at the weekend. No. I, say, I can't remember no. seeing him. So Davies might no. be out anyway, but he will be definitely out. He won't be playing. O'Connor obviously out as well. And looking at Belfast, Belfast have five players out. Um, one of them is obviously my good pal Jackson. Um, yeah. so it's crazy, isn't it? Aye, so best go obviously. Was uh, pulled at the weekend, I believe. Uh, Jackson yeah. put in. Besco's not been on the best of form this season. Touch wood. Hopefully not jinxed it. Probably have now. Sorry, <laughs> Stars fans, if I have. Um, but yeah. you know, Besco, he's not been the 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 same the, the usual Besco of the last um, the last few years in the elite league. So, GB hockey weekend. Players missing. Anything could happen. Senior. Yeah, and and. It, and you know what? There's that much could happen that Peter Check might be their backup. Oh my God, I know. Billy McGuinness messaged yeah. me about it saying, Oh, Billy, Peter Check. I said, Mate, yeah. I says, I wouldn't get too excited because the chances are you probably not travel up to Dundee and you'll get Andrew Dixon as the backup. Don't tell us up, mate. I'm wanting my photo with him. Yeah, I think, <laughs> come on, Junior. I, I agree with you. I think it will be. I think it will be. I Dixon. think it'll be Dixon. That'll, yeah. I think what you'll find is Czech will be the backup. I don't know who they've got on Saturday, right? If they're at home, no, they're no, they're in Glasgow. This, in Glasgow, they're in uh, Glasgow on Saturday. I think they've got Glasgow yes. Saturday and us on Sunday. Oh, they do, yeah, yeah. So you might be, so you so, will be there. So you might be, yeah. What I was, I was thinking, I, I thought maybe they would have got them done the publicity stunt stuff. And got him in at Belfast for a home game again. Yeah. Uh, well, you never know. Yeah, we might have Peter. We might have Peter check on the bench. Oh yeah. God! So give him some abuse for yeah. Yeah. Chelsea man. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea man. Arsenal man. Yeah. Yeah. Shake back. Took uh, 
I, I wasn't going to say it. I was going to mention about Russian money, but we'll not go down that route. No, but we'll keep no, this politically but... friendly. This podcast. Yes. So <laughs> you know what? There's 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 an opportunity for us, eh? Because golfers will miss a couple of players. Uh, Giants are going to be missing a few players. So yeah, there, there's an opportunity. Uh, out of those two games, I think if we could pick up three points, I think we'll have done really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you know what the best thing I'm looking for uh, is nay fucking Ben Lake, that wee dick. <laughs> uh, Can he stand him? Eh? Yeah, somebody's really needing to pummel him, other. <sighs> again, someone did it before. Yeah, they did it again. Yeah. Oh, mind, uh, mind when Drew Rumge had him on the boards. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. Two tough, it's still two tough games, regardless of, yeah. you know, Belfast oh, they signed their 23rd import of the season. I thought you could only sign 22. I thought they'd use the quota. They'll have gave the league a drop. Don't worry about that. Uh, I thought I thought it, they'd used their quota and then they signed this other ex-NHL boy. Yeah. They just, anyway, they so. just do what they want. Eh? That, that, that's yeah. it. They just do what they want. That's what they can do. Money will talk yeah um hopefully Ooh-ah, kevin carr is back uh with pouncey and rinaldi um because now we're no longer carrying that extra import so no. you know full squad yeah available Mar- Mar- it's, said in his interview he was hopeful of getting somebody in but nothing seems to have seemed to have come to fruition with that as yet still early that this is only wednesday so you never know there might be we might get someone announced before the weekend, but we'll just wait and see. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Guildford away Saturday. What's your prediction? 5-4 uh, Guildford overtime or penalties. So 5-4 Flames OT. Um, I just... It's a long drive during a Saturday, is it? It's the same drive on a Sunday. It's the same distance. No, no, it's no Saturday. It's longer. <laughs> um, I'm going to go four two flames. Okay. Sunday Belfast. Belfast Sunday four one stars. For oh, fuck, bold. Bold indeed. I'm going to go three two stars and a shootout. But if we're pumping them, fucking Adam keeps getting the we want ten again. Oh, because that'll yeah. wind him up to the fucking heavens. <sighs> well, no, that and we didn't like winding Adam Keith up to do we? No, we didn't. Junior versus senior, the gloves are off. So it is time for the gloves off sponsor, Junior versus senior. Ladies and gentlemen, senior has got a player this week. He has not shared his notes. We're actually got. I've never seen this week. So senior obviously got an extra shot. 
Um, so he never had any, we never had anything last week because Senior forgot. Senior got an extra shot the week before because he fucked up the notes. He forgot. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked up the notes. Um, so Senior did get a point that week. So with the extra week on his belt, it is currently 2-1. And I will be disappointed, right, oh, you if you that. don't. Yeah, I'm telling you, because I've made it easy this week. Right? How easy? I'll be dis- well, I think, for me, really difficult. If you gave me this, I would, I would struggle, right? But... <laughs> Knowing, <laughs> but knowing you, I gave you an easy you, one the other week, and you still got it wrong. That's what I'm saying. Um, knowing you, that I think you'll maybe get this. Knowing me, knowing me, yeah, you'll maybe uh, get this on the third one. Okay, okay, right. Wait, take disappointed of you, Dana. So I've built you up, so you better get it. Okay, right, wait, take so, it. Wait, take it. My pen and my notepad just to. Right, Clue number one is he was born in Winnipeg, 1987, and he played his junior hockey career there. Winnipeg, 1987. Yeah. So that's quite young still, actually. Um, Just trying to think of some Canadians. Elgin Pierce. No. <laughs> you do that every time. And I don't know. Exactly it's going to be a no. Right. Okay. So after his junior hockey, he went to Southern AB Institute of Tech, where he played 28 games, scoring 19 points. He then moved to Nipissing University, where over four seasons, he played 106 games, scoring 60 points. What league? Sorry, did you did you see a league there? No, I said he went to Southern AB Institute of Tech, uh-huh. playing twenty eight games, scoring nineteen points. He then yeah, moved yeah. to Nipissing Uni, playing one hundred and six games, scoring sixty points. I think that's the CIS. Yeah, as it says that CIS. Yeah. Um. Right, who played in CIS? So it's no. The rat Sonch because he was again, he's still quite young. 1987. What's what am I? 91. So I'm 30, 36. 36. 36. Oh, okay. So he's okay. He's a bit older then. Um, when hey, I'm a bit older than you, he's a lot younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> what a pig. Southern yeah. Tech, four years in the CIS. Let's go for Joey DeConcilles. No. You're absolutely it's ridiculous, by the way, with your... Uh... Okay. <laughs> Next clue. He had one season in the SPHL with the Columbus... This is a great team name, by the way. The Columbus Cottonmouths. Scoring... 30 points in 56 games, and this is where I think you'll get it, before moving to France with Morzine 
scoring 16 points in 25 games. Sorry, just to go back to the Columbus uh, Columbus Cottonmouths, could you imagine if Colton Yellowhorn played for them? <laughs> cool. Here comes Colton Yellowhorn of the Columbus Cottonmouths. Cottonmouths. Oh, <laughs> I know. Super. Oh. Uh, the Columbus Cottonmouths. What a team. And what was that? Mazine, isn't it? Mazine? Morzine. M-O-R-Z-I-N-E. Morzine. Now, I know that we've had a couple... I think we've had a couple of players from play for that then before. From Winnipeg. It's the Winnipeg that's thrown us. Okay. Because I'm thinking, like, a lot of our... A lot of our Canadians have been... French Canadians. 1987. 1987. Winnipeg. Come on, Junior. Keep mm. going. Come on. Oh, it's, I, need, I, I need a stars. I need a stars clue. Let's go. Your stars clue's coming next. Justin Fox. No. <coughs> Here you go. You ready? Here yeah. comes your here's here's your clue that's going to get you the points. He signed for the Stars in 2015-2016, playing 52 games, scoring 32 points, and he was one of the alternate captains. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen sixteen season. Fifty-two games. 32 points. Alternate captain. Right. So captain that year in 2015. Didn't be fucking Googling it. No. So I'm trying to think who was in that team that year. 2015. That was... There you go. There you go. I can see the wheels going. Was that... The, the last. No, that was Mark's first year, 2015, with a. That was the year that. That was the year you've got the boys tap that he was captain. Riley Wetmore's year. So he was in captains. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to look at the shirts and an A. I'm ready to celebrate. I'm ready to celebrate. Oh, we're not celebrating. Got it. I've got it. Got it. I've got it. Touchdown. Jason Gray. There you go. You want to tell what your last clue was? He wore number seventeen. No. This D man was sponsored by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually sponsor it? Oh, you did. I, I I've, spon- got, yeah. actually, I've got the picture um, on my phone still. See, yeah. if, if you tell us, I could have quickly got the picture up and put it on the screen and everything. So, yeah. clue number there four, so that's two points. Told you you'd get it. Two points. See, I'm actually life easy for you. So the score is currently 4-1 in Junior's favour. Thank you very much, Senior. That was a good one. Some, that was uh, a good one. 
That was an easy one. So next Morzine. week, a new Morzine. Have you could, I couldn't think who. Yeah, if you could, uh, if you could maybe start mings off. We he was born an Ardler, or <laughs> someone like that. <laughs> I'd still get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, well, uh, uh, um, Craig Holland, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, Gary Wishup, no. Yeah, well, it is now time for well, some food yep. for thought. Food for thought. It is Slumming World with Stella on this day. Just a, just a few things, Senior. There's not too much. Um, the reason one of my guesses came out is because <laughs> he was on Born This Day. 1992, um, on this day, Elgin Pierce was born. Um, good hockey player. Just a bit of a dick. Yeah. Signing news on this day, the 7th of February in 2014, we had to pull in all of the reinforcements to help the stars with their push for the Gardner Conference and the playoff push, which didn't really happen that year because, well, we played Fife and got pumped. On this day in 2014, the Dundee Stars signed James Isaacs. My good pal. Yeah. Uh, come <laughs> on. Isaacs, is, he's just yeah, a decent hockey player. Eh? Now, uh, I thought he was pussy. No, nah. Let's... He, when, when he played, when he played for the stars, right? Everybody liked him. As soon as he signed for Fife, he was a shite man. Right? Well, I'm saying and, that though. He went to Coventry, and he was fine at Coventry. There was no shit yeah. in Coventry, and then he goes to Fife oh, and acts like a hard man. I know that that was that. But that was the biggest. Yeah, what? Uh, I like James Isaacs when he played for us. Uh, I thought I liked I when he played. I liked when he played for us as well. Oh, he was a decent player. Um, even even for Fife and that, Ken, what he done it, Joe? That's how you can ask for. Um, on this day, two games. 2015, we had a home league loss to the Coventry Blaze by two goals to one. And oh, yeah. Low scoring, seems yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to think if Danny Stewart was part of Coventry in 2015. <laughs> I don't know if he was still a five at that point. But that, to me, reads like a typical Danny Stewart <laughs> game, that 2-1. <laughs> Um, what was the score? We did not get it because the Elite League's website shite. All right, okay. Um, and the same for 2016 because we had a game in 2016 as well, and it was also a home league loss. Oh my to god! The Nottingham Panthers by six goals to three, and that is on this day. Well, I hope the weekend goes a wee bit better than the results that you've just said there. Eh? Well, that was on this day. We're not playing on this day. Fucking no, just as well, we're not. It should be fine. Um, but I, there were some other things. I, I hate when I do on this day because see when I'm getting all the the stuff for it. There's so many things happen. I like a day either side of it, and you're like, oh my god, I should change it to on this week. Um, but then it might have. Uh, but you could. But six years ago. Nah, but you could have. You could have <laughs> just says on this day, but on the sixth. Of February, this happened, or on the 8th of February, this happens. 
You can go on. Get, on listen, you can go. On this, you can go on this day, side. Or minus two. <laughs> on this day, plus or minus one. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, that is on this day. Senior, I say, you know, hopefully at least one win um, this weekend. Um, I say you want that home win, definitely, especially with the crowd being there. Um, but if we could pick up something on the road in Guildford on the Saturday, that would just be even better. That would uh, be even better. But again, big thank you to our sponsors. Obviously, the the main man himself, Mr. Paddy Lockie, and our title sponsor, Don Michele, Italian restaurant. Um, again, for everything he does for the podcast, all the competitions and that, um, Amanda never got her voucher at the weekend because one, I forgot to take it, but two, she never mentioned it about it. So, well, you should be, you should be, you've just made the list. Nah, this is my hey, I'm hey. in charge of the buttons, right? <laughs> so, uh, exactly, I'm in charge of the buttons. The people um, know. Thanks you to our know. game review and game preview sponsors. Um, as always, thanks to Gloves Off. If you do fancy any of the gear, get in touch with Mr. Blues or have a look at their Facebook page and stuff like that. They've got pictures up all the time of all their gear. And obviously, thanks to Slimming World with Stella as well. If you're looking to lose some weight, not diet. I didn't want to get shouted at again, fair. It's not dieting. It's having fun with cutting back. I, I, she doesn't say that. I've just made that up. <laughs> See if it works. All right. um, I'd rather have fun eating kebabs. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, still have a word, Bum. Um, but on that Kebab note, <laughs> on that note, have, have a good rest of your week. Um, we'll see you at the game on Sunday. And then next week, and Senior's about to be told about this, next week's going to be a little bit of an earlier podcast in the week. So, Sausage. Aye, and fucking earlier in the week, not on the day. Sausage. Fuck. Um. Anyway, we'll see you on Sunday. Don't you know I'm